Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Emily. And this is Smut and Swear Words. I'll be edition part two. Yay! Holiday. We have another very much cartoony cover again, um, like window shopping. I, however, am dressed not for that. You're in full black today. I'm wearing full black and I have on vampire socks they're little like vampire mouths with kissy faces and she just told me what what do they say on the they side? say bite me on the side absolutely incredible i dressed like a person today for work because i was Gross. in the office i know it's Boo, not fun piss. and i went out to dinner with afterwards and it got to that point where you're in clothes and you hate it like yeah. you hate the feel of your clothes on your skin i'm so sorry that i made you come here and wear clothes um honestly no i'm much better now so okay. i went home and i like immediately changed i had less like a lace bralette on i was like get this fucker off of me the bralettes are so comfy that's all i wear at this point i mean that is also all i wear but this sports bra that has zero anything to it is very comfortable see maybe it's just i maybe because i am the secretary of the itty bitty titty committee like just give me a bralette like that's way more comfortable than a uh, sports bra that's gonna like compress them even more i would I look pref- more flat chested i would already prefer am. not to feel the fact that i have titties when i'm in comfy clothes oh see well i don't have to yeah deal with that issue yeah uh, but anyway <laughs> yeah so i am not dressed for the holiday spirit I'm dressed for spooky season still. I mean, in all honesty, you are also in all black. Yeah, I'm wearing. You uh, are missing Halloween socks. I am missing Halloween socks. I am wearing like a punk hockey like sweatshirt that's got some. uh, I should have brought my pumpkin socks. You should have brought your pumpkin socks. I have jack o' lanterns on the ankle. Even though, like, I'm not as how do I put it organized as Liz's with life in general. So, like, while she has her beautiful matching socks, if I was wearing socks right now, they'd be mismatched, and they probably have like. Nightmare Before Christmas slash Star Trek on the other one. No, but now I'm just thinking of a mashup of like Star Trek characters being dropped in the Nightmare Before Christmas universe. Oh, it has to be the original 1970s edition with Kirk and Spock. Yeah. I was like a total like Trekkie little bit like growing up thanks to my father. But I watched the original series. You were a what? Shut up. I was a Trekkie. Number one, the original Wrath of Khan will make me cry every single time. And my favorite not episode. Much. There's a lot of movies that make you cry. I'm sorry that I have emotions and ex- can express them in a healthy manner. But there is a particular episode. It's not like the Tribbles. There's one particular episode that made me love this show just so much. And it is, I shit you not, it is an, an episode where the like monster is a cat monster. And when they show the monster, I shit you not, Liz, it's a regular cat in a cardboard hallway. Have I sent you this before? I feel like I would have sent this to you. You have not. I don't appreciate the face um, you're making at me like something's wrong with me. Honestly, I have never watched Star Trek. I'll make you watch one. Please don't. They're so cheesy and so terrible in the best way possible. I love Please them. Um, I'm really excited because we get to take a break after reading so many fucking dicks. Just dick, 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 dick. Oh, sorry, because all again, I can think of. We, we've just had that break with window shopping, but before that was reverse harem season. Yes. So it really was dick, 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 Yeah. Yeah. And then we had spooky season with an additional reverse harem and that with all just dick, 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 dick. Hey, you loved that reverse harem dick, 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 dick. I really did. It was, it's honestly probably my favorite reverse harem. Uh-huh. But. You're welcome. I did not pick it. Lady time was necessary. I'm very excited. Yeah, I was very excited, too, because I agreed with Liz where, I mean, I've never actually. So this book that we're reading is an FF. So it's female, female. I've never read just a standalone like FF before. So this was new territory for me. I've read other reverse harems that have had female, female with men involved, too. So like that. I don't think fan fiction counts. So what fan fiction? Tell me, tell me. No, right no. Fan fiction. No, no. Bitch, you cannot. I don't remember. Can't. I just have definitely read FF fanfic before. Is there a previously read like search bar you can go into on? No, God, no. I was probably like fifteen. You can't just. I don't remember. What do you want from me? My memory is shot. I need you if you're going to give me delicious morsels of Elizabeth facts. Including the fact that you read an FF fan fiction at one point. I need well, I all the details. Like, at like 
13 or 14 going down a fan fiction rabbit hole. Okay. And I definitely feel like I read an FF fanfic. Okay. Honestly, I might not have even known what like a universe I was reading. I probably was just like, <laughs> ooh, ladies. Ladies. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, so we are still within like holiday mode. Um, but this one, like we just mentioned, is an FF. And this one is Written in the Stars by Alexandria Beneflor is how I'm going to say her name. I'm sure I have... I really hope that's correct because you just said it with such confidence and flourish. Listen, I'm going to just take on the world confidence until someone tells me I fucked up and then I'm going to overanalyze the shit out of that moment and do everything I can to never make it happen again. Don't worry, I'm working on it in therapy. Uh... We getting into the description or did you want to, you know, touch more on this book? Why we picked it, anything like that? Or are we just going to go right into it? Is it bad that I just really wanted some female on female around Christmas time action and that's why I picked it? No, because I 100% just wanted some female on female action. I really did. Like besides all like we were like joking, like I needed a break from the dicks. I really did. so much dick. It was a lot of velvet steel. A lot lot of of his member talking about her cream. Like oh, it just all oh, the cream. Yeah, I hated it so much. So that's why oh, we just I hated that. I needed a break. Let's get I'm into really, the description. Yeah, in I'm the ready. description. Let's go. All right. After a disastrous blind date, Darcy Lowell is desperate to stop her well-meaning brother from playing matchmaker ever again. Love and the inevitable heartbreak is the last thing she wants. So she fibs and says her latest setup was a success. Darcy doesn't expect her lie to bite her in the ass. L. Jones, one of the astrologers behind the popular Twitter account Oh My Stars, dreams of finding her soulmate, but she knows it is most assuredly not Darcy, a no-nonsense stick-in-the-mud who is way too analytical, punctual, and skeptical for someone like L. When Darcy's brother and L's new business partner expresses how happy he is that she and Darcy hit it off, L is baffled. Was Darcy on the same date? Because awkward. Darcy begs Elle to play along, and she reluctantly agrees to pretend they're dating, but with a few conditions. Darcy must help Elle navigate her own overbearing family during the holidays, and their arrangement expires on New Year's Eve. The last thing they expect is to develop real feelings during a faux relationship, but maybe opposites can attract when true love is written in the stars. Aww. Aww. Um this one was super cute oh it was super cute super cute i could not decide which one was hotter kept flip-flopping back and forth very different personalities very different personalities uh, yeah i couldn't decide like number one i just like both of them they were just they both, both had their I feel like very well-rounded characters oh yeah definitely very yeah. like thought out in absolutely like their personality types their interests their like all the way from like jobs to hobbies to like everything you yeah. really got to know who they were as people yeah. It was great. I really liked it. I thought the plot was very solid. Oh, yeah. Very good. Very fake dating. But not annoying fake dating. Sometimes, like, this no. trope irritates the shit out of me. Yeah. Like, I think that maybe I just am impatient. It jumped into the actual real feelings quick enough where I'm just like, oh, thank God. Like, we're not. Honestly, I think it was just a quick read. It was a quick read. This one was, a again, we're just going to. It was only, I think, like, what, 350? It was so it's about 350. To yeah. me, that's like a normal romance book. Yeah, about 350 for sure. pages. So yeah. to me, this is like a very normal length. But it does, I think it just, it moves very quickly. Mm-hmm. And it is, as soon as they agree to do this, like, fake dating, and even a little bit before then, they've both acknowledged to themselves that this other person is ridiculously hot. Yeah. But we're complete opposites. It would never work. And they had a very disastrous real first date. So I do think it lends itself to moving quickly and falling into that feelings pretty quickly. Rating for me plot-wise, I think I give it like a four four out of five. It was a super solid plot. I think it's a little predictable, but I thought it was pretty solid. The spice, I'm very sad because I wanted so much spice with this one. And I wanted just all the scenes. I wanted and you all only them. get like two. I got teased. Um, so it was a two and a half for me. I thought that the scenes we do get are good. I still think you're being generous. I think you just don't like it because it's very vanilla. It's, wow, I just got super called out. Yeah, I probably. Yes. And I think what you're used to reading just has a lot more kink. There is no kink in this. I think that what has happened is like through my smutty journey 
vanilla sex to me is now a tease. Like it's not the final thing that you're supposed to get. There's supposed to be a next step. It feels like it's missing an element to me. Because there's no king. Because there's no king. I want it. Well, the next book. Give it to me. I, in particular, picked the last one, which just almost based entirely off. It will shock no one (laughs) that this is the one that she picked. It's strictly based title of it. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. But uh, I don't need, I that is one I have not read the description for yet. I do not know what that one is about. All I read was the title and that it's a plus size romance, which is so I, I am plus size. So I don't like seek them out all the time, but I like I do. Them, I love reading them. Yeah. I love a good book that makes me feel extra sexy as a plus size lady, which I means not like they, I need the extra encouragement. My husband is great at that, and i am got the self-confidence it's for it. It's a representation it, thing, though. I love a good representation for sure. I can see myself in a character. Uh, this, however, I picked because I was like, oh, my God, it's going to be an adorable cartoon cover FF book. Yeah. So Just what you get. Which is what you get. So for me, yeah, this is like one step above a hallmark. It's very close to like what we... It's the same style to me almost as like what we just read, but... um. My spice rating for this, because I think that Liz was being incredibly generous, and because apparently my standards are very high for... uh standards aren't high. They're kinky. Sorry. My standards are kinky, and I love it filthy, apparently, is that uh, this would be like a 1.5 to me. It's It was like one... Like, I liked the tension moments. I liked the clear attraction between the characters. I did like the, you know, couple sexy moments that we got. But it was basically like a step above a fade to black to me, really. Like, yeah, you got like one like good like sex scene, but like two. I'm clearly maybe I like just am forgetting it, but because it was they a hundred percent fuck twice, like full on fuck. What am I forgetting? Are you talking about like the kitchen with the pancakes or what are we? The first night, I know, and then or not the first night, but like the first time they have sex, right? Then on the floor, on Jesse's oh, floor, oh, wow. after the ornament. I forgot that. That was good, too. Okay, never mind. So sorry. I'm still giving it a 1.5. It is uh, not a fade to black, though. Please do not listen to her. This is not a fade to black. No, I just, yeah. This has two very good sex scenes in it. They're just vanilla. It's 1.5. Uh, It's not a fade to black. but it's You don't have to change your score, but it is not a fade to black. It's not a fade to black, everybody. Announcement. It's not a fade to black. But for like plot overall, I totally agree with Liz. I think it's a four. There's nothing crazy, yeah. unoriginal that happens in it where it like blows my mind. But the world that this is, and this is another one where like the world building is so good. Yeah. Um, the side characters are incredible. They like are so believable, add like yep. great depth to it. And Which, you, it's it's good. Um, for this one, this book is a standoff, but the other two books are a part of this world so they focus on two of the side characters in the next two books the only complaint the only real complaint i'm gonna have about this one so last book yeah it was the sexy talk this one it's the end yeah i would agree this end like after having such a good satisfying ending with window shopping this one does this not one, have a good satisfying no ending. i i was left with Wait, that's it? Wait, what happened? Yeah. Why am I the acknowledgements? Where's like an ep- at minimum an epilogue? It needed an epilogue. At it minimum. for sure needed an epilogue, especially. So when I went to look, and this is how I know that the other two books are focused on the other side characters in this book, because I thought, oh, it's part of a series. Maybe we get more of their story, which, you know, it might be sprinkled in in the other two books. We don't know. But it definitely, this one ends very quickly and kind of abruptly. Yeah. So I agreed that it needed it needed an epilogue. Super abruptly. Yeah. I was, yeah, that was the only thing that I was like, no, yeah. I liked, like, you built up this, like, beautiful world and I liked these characters so much. Like, give me the satisfying ending mm-hmm. that I wanted. Like, yeah. this isn't, yeah. So that, that was my only complaint. Yeah. Otherwise, I really, I love this one. Yeah, it was really I, good. I gave it an overall three and a half out of five. Mm-hmm. So our main characters for this one, we have Darcy, who is, what was, she's an she's actuary? She's an actuary, which is the boringest job you can have yeah so she is an actuary like an actual actuary not like a tiktok actuary (laughs) then we have Elle, who is an astrologer her big thing is that her and her best friend Margot, who is another key character in this have a big twitter account called oh my stars they have a book that they've written together and the big like partnership business partnership piece in this is that they have just signed a contract with otp which is one true pairing it's a dating app that is run by 
Brendan, Darcy's brother. So those are like the big main characters throughout this. You also, you also have... Sorry. No, no, no you, you no, go right. You no, go right no, into no, My apologies. Okay. So the other side characters that you run into throughout this, or at least mentioned, that you have Darcy and Brendan's mom. I think her name's Jillian. She's not worth giving a name. She sucks. You have a lot of references to Darcy's grandmother, who you never meet because she has passed on, but she's like a big figure that you hear about throughout the book. And then you have her ex-fiance, Natasha, that you hear about a little bit, never meet, that's fine. Her best friend, Annie, as well. And then there's Elle's family, which, besides Daniel, all suck ass. So, and I'll hold firm to that. And Daniel is should have done more, but whatever. They all suck majorly. So, those are the key ones. Um... Yeah, a lot of pop culture references. Love the pop culture references. Um, my personal favorite was Darcy complains to Brendan, like, please stop setting me up on all of these dates or trying to marry me off like a Regency woman. And he's like, well, your name is Darcy. I, that was a bad prejudice. Loved, loved, I loved that. Uh, loved it. That one. And I did like for our fan fiction friends out there. That they did mention AO3 in there, which is like that abbreviation is an actual fan fiction site. So funny that we were like talking about that at the beginning yep. because that does get brought up. Yeah, that, they talk a lot about fan fiction. Yeah, that, that actually becomes a little bit of a thing later on. But yeah, so let's jump into it. So it immediately starts with Elle and Darcy's first date. It is set up by Brendan, as we've mentioned. It's bad. It's real bad. It's a real bad date. Breakdown. Elle is late, spills yep. wine all over Darcy. Darcy orders a way too expensive, like, glass of wine, too. $56 glass of wine. And is just, it's all bad. Darcy doesn't believe in soulmates. Elle doesn't believe in does. astronomy. And, of course, when uh, she gets the wine splashed on her, Darcy goes off and, like, calls Annie to basically talk about how shit of a date it is yep. and how there's nothing. Like, while there's a little bit of chemistry, it's just a disaster. Of course, Elle hears. Yep. And it's just like, it just leaves. Just leaves. Just Bye. dips. That's the end of the date. Yep. It's it's bad. It's real bad. Real bad from start to end. Oh, she also, uh, side note, when Elle comes in, she tries to pull on a push door and thinks that Darcy's the hostess originally and is like, it's it's a push door. You need to push the door to it's get open. Not good, folks. Yeah, it it's, is it's bad. bad. It's just real bad. Mm -hmm. um, so this is when you find out Brendan has been setting Darcy up on blind dates for months. Like months and months and months at this point. Keep in mind, she's only been, so this is based in Seattle. She's only been in Seattle for six months and he's just filled her entire calendar. Which poor Darcy just wants to be fucking left, left alone. alone which girl, off me. Yeah. Same. Well, she's an introvert. She just wants to do her introverted activities at yes. home, which I. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I know. Yes. I'm. Yeah. So that's that's all she wants. She doesn't want. She just wants one of her weekends to not be interrupted by Brendan's bullshit. Yep. Um, you also get the backstory that she was engaged two years ago. And because of that, like broken engagement, she is not looking for a relationship. She doesn't want to get back out there. She does. She essentially she's studying for this exam for some actuary thing. And Which we never find out if she passes. We never find out what happens with that. And it's such a big thing throughout it. Um, I'm going to say she was too busy. Fucking. I was going to say eating out. Ooh. Okay. You know what? Valid. You know? Instead of knowledge, she was hungry for something else. Oh, I like that. Thank you. So Darcy tells Brendan, though, he comes over because Brendan is literally just a sap. He is an over-the-top romantic believes every i mean his dating app is one true parent because he truly believes that there is a single person for everybody yeah it's not supposed to be a hookup app no it's supposed to be like an actual dating app so think hinge not tinder i mean i found my husband on tinder so i mean i know you're right but i don't i don't know after that i don't know anything about the dating apps I have single coworkers, so well, I don't. Okay, that's. I guess yeah, I don't know anything about. I have them a lot of young. Either. I have a lot of young coworkers. Okay. So, anyways, Brendan tries to set her up on a go. Have her go speed dating. Yeah. Darcy tells Brendan that the date went really well because Brendan's like, "Oh, cool, we can go speed dating on Saturday." Liar, liar, and pants she's on like, fire. "Oh no, I can't. I have my study group." And then he's like cool we can go tuesday for the people that can't go on saturday <laughs> and then she's like i can't i have plans i'm seeing someone and he's like then why'd you go out with l and he's like 
immediately over the moon so excited he thinks like he set darcy finally found darcy the one right such a sap so then the next day a like, sap of like energizer bunny energy 100 like full like just like constantly yeah, moving like yeah 100 percent a puppy like a puppy is yeah he's a yeah. puppy so l then is at brunch with her mom and of course guess who shows up but brendan strolling over and is like oh hey l so I heard the date went well. After he promised Darcy he wouldn't say shit. Okay, but of course he's a Darcy's fucking Darcy's fucking fault. Of yeah, you should know he's gonna say it. shit. They work together. It's not like Brendan's never gonna see Elle. Yeah, and of course says all of this like that. Oh, like I'm so excited that your date went well in front of her mother, who is just disapproving of basically her entire Everything. life. So, um, also like is like, oh, I can't wait to like we gotta do this work on the OTP dating app. And Elle had not told her mom about the partnership with the dating app because her mom basically just thinks that Elle's wasting her life. So Elle immediately texts Darcy, though, and is like, oh, I love it. You got some explaining to do. But like, then what she the goes, up? she's like, you have some explaining to do. And Darcy's like, who is this? And Elle's like, you know who this is or something like that is like, wait, that's not a real serial killery. Like. I, I just mean no I was like yeah like your worst nightmare worst, and then it just it gets nightmare. progressively worse as she's trying to explain herself she's like no wait, I'm not a, wait no, 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 no I'm not, not a serial, serial killer, killer. I no, swear just, uh, no it's uh, it's L like she calls her yes. and she's like it's me it's just ah uh. L is like pissed though and so Darcy comes over to L's place or no I'm sorry L comes over to Darcy's place and is like <laughs> what the fuck bro I do love so you go in and of course like the apartments for both of them are very reflective of like their oh. personalities and Darcy's, Darcy's is full clean full OCD. like clean nothing there like there's like little personality yes. and L comes in she's like oh did you just move in yes it's no nothing nothing there so Darcy explains like I'm sorry, my brother's so over the top. Like, I just, I needed to tell him it went well so he'd get off my fucking case, essentially. Mm -hmm. And Elle was like, well, Brendan came up to me when I was with my mom. So guess fucking what? My whole family probably thinks I'm in a successful relationship now. Yeah, which they don't think highly of her. She basically has two older siblings who are perfect. Everything they do Three. is perfect. No, they have two older si siblings so one and one younger. younger. Oh, shit. That's yeah, so worse. she's got uh, her two, yeah, her two older siblings. And she's got her younger sister who is just a bitch. Oh, a bitch. She's a bitch. She's a bitch. So this is when they agree. Like, again, it goes in pretty fast. They agree they're going to do the fake dating. So this will help Darcy because it'll get her out of speed dating with Brendan. And it'll help Elle because... Darcy's the type of person that they think Elle should be, essentially. Yeah, so like, she's thinking that if she brings Darcy to her family's, like, Thanksgiving that they're going to have coming up, and if Darcy can talk her up a bit, that maybe for once in her life, her family will be proud of her and, like, yeah. recognize her And they'll think she's, like, actually having a successful relationship, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So Elle immediately tells her friend Margo. So Margo's clued in on the whole thing. Yeah, like, she knows the it's fake from time. the beginning. Yeah, knows it's fake from the get-go. I love Margo. Darcy and Brendan get lunch. And of course, Brendan immediately is like, we need a double date. Let's go on a double date now. Let's do it. Double date. Which I really enjoy, too. Like, Darcy doesn't get any fucking details. So Elle just texts Brendan. She's like, hey, what are we doing? Darcy didn't tell me shit. What do yeah. I need to wear? What's happening? He's like, we're going to go to an escape room. And she's like everything let's do it yeah they do an escape room in the underground of seattle and then they're gonna go to a bar and do like trivia and drinks which mm -hmm. in my opinion is one a very long double date it's a very long double date two okay good because i was like is that just me being antisocial? but i'm like that seems like two activities like two different dates i mean okay i guess maybe it's not too Bad. It takes a while though. It does, but I mean, you don't necessarily have to stay for the entire time. Like what the escape room is going to take an hour. Someone who doesn't like who's doing real shit. I don't know. I haven't actually ever left trivia. Thank I'm just, you. I'm just saying they did not leave trivia. I know they didn't. They won trivia exactly because guess what? They're all the perfect pairing of weird they knowledge know bases. Shit. Yeah. So they end up they go on the date. Already, there's like weird little like sparks between darcy and l oh yeah there's like the light jump. moments of touching while they're in the escape room they yeah, have like a good time l's Wait. personality is just like infectious. vivacious and infectious yeah, and brendan's there and bubbly yeah brendan's there with his like date who this is like a 
newer date for him. Her name's Cherry. She comes in stripper heels to the fucking escape room. Yeah. Not having a good time at all. Like halfway through it, she just ends up like she sitting doesn't go on to her trivia. Phone. She doesn't Either. go to trivia. She, she says it's not gonna work out. Yeah. Uh but yeah, so otherwise, like it goes really well. <laughs> My other favorite side note that just shows their characters is while they're at the bar, the drinks they order. Darcy orders like a glass of wine, right? Darcy's like a like a wine drinker. Yep. Which, same girl, same. But Elle orders like this peppermint drink that comes with like a candy cane in it. Yeah, and so I'm just, it's not happy hour. I'm, I'm just picturing like this bubblegum pink looking oh, like it, martini Rob drink. looks disgusting. Like, like just abysmal color. Yeah. Like, like rumplemints in it yes. or something. Yeah. And I'm like, I love that. Yeah. She would. Like, she, she would. 100% would order that drink. Here's the thing. You have Darcy, who's like a super classic, like very neutrals, put together type of person. And Elle really is like the polar opposite. She is color. She is life. She is disorganization. Yep. She is glitter. I Glitter. I do things that make me happy. I love like vintage things, found things. Like yep. I'll secondhand is my like jam. That's her yep. like wrapped up. It's yeah. So they end up having a great time. As they're, like, starting to walk back, Brendan basically is just, like, you can't just, like, fucking let her walk home yeah, by so, herself. Yeah, so they end up taking, like, an Uber, all three of them together, because it's cold and it's Seattle, right? We're we're at the holiday times. We're before Thanksgiving at this point. So it's November in Seattle. It's cold. Elle never has a fucking jacket. And so they're, like, okay, well, we'll take an Uber. And Darcy walks her up to the front door and is, like, we should kiss. Like she just fucking blurts it out. And let's be, because this is another dual POV, which we absolutely love. Yeah. Darcy really does just want to kiss her, too. Oh, Darcy. The entire time. From the get-go says, I would totally fuck her, but I know she wants more. So I'm not going to go there with her. Because mm-hmm. she's like, if she was just looking for a one-night stand, I'd be down. Totally different story. Yeah. So, but they end up having this, like, full-on like makeout session oh against, yeah against like the brick of her building fireworks popping off oh yeah like tingles it's, to the toes but it's like it's one of those good kisses too as they describe it where it's like it's the biting of the lower uh-huh. lip and it's like it was it's a good the, kiss. a good fucking kiss it was definitely that where they forgot brendan was there until this fucking dumbass leans out the uber and goes Broom. an idiot he's an idiot he's, but we, we love, love him. him we love him so much but he's an idiot the next like interaction we have between them is that the deal is finalized with OTP and the Oh My Stars, like Ellen Margot. So Darcy, in order to celebrate, <laughs> buys L because Elle's favorite wine is a boxed Franzia, like pink Moscato wine, which again, if that doesn't speak to her character. And Darcy is again like a wine connoisseur. So she's like, it's less than 50 cents a <laughs> she glass. She does the fucking math she, in the store. In the liquor store. So good. But so she ends up, you know, bringing over the wine and they go get dinner together. And again, Elle picks the place. So they ended this kind of like kitschy Japanese like burger joint. Yeah, it's like a, basically what they do is they make like katsu, which if you've never had that, it's like either it's yeah. pork or chicken that's like breaded and fried. And it's it like a burger. In a burger, but like just layers of layers of meat. Yes. Like she gets the most massive burger that she can for both of them. Of all three. Yeah. Yep. It's incredible. And they do sake bombs. Here's the cool thing. Once you have like this notion that like Darcy is like a stick in the mud, everything that Elle takes her to, she has she a great loves time. It. This one afterwards, she's like, wow, that was she loves it and you do find out like darcy's got her like dorky moments she's super into um soap operas yes because she was very close with her grandma and her grandma watched them so Mm -hmm. she's like very into days of our lives she writes she used to write like fan fiction for it and you also find out though that like darcy's mom's a fucking asshole and basically just her entire life was her dad yep and when they got divorced her mom just like fell off the fucking grid essentially like just stop doing anything and darcy had to step in and take care of brendan and that just becomes darcy's life yeah and really the only like positive influence that she had was her grandmother who really took care of them so all of her good like childhood memories all for like good memories of growing up with brendan are with her grandmother yeah so after they get dinner at this like kitschy japanese like burger place they go to the thrift store that's Elle's favorite because 
that their Thanksgiving tradition in Elle's family is that they wear the ugliest Christmas sweaters they can find. Which is not a weird thing to do. No. That's very totally normal. I wear yeah. an ugly Christmas sweater every year. Yeah. Which not like she was trying to say, but... which I mean, she kind of acknowledged. She's like, yeah, it's kind of the one weird thing my family does. I'm like, it's that weird. I mean, in that family, oh, yeah, that, that family, was weird considered to them. But, like, I'm sure. It's so sweet, though. Like when they're in the store, of course, Elle finds a jacket that she like is obsessed mm-hmm. with. It's a vintage like Letterman's jacket, but Bewitched. Yes. The which sh- is... TV show Bewitched. Okay, which it's great. Yeah, we love it. Totally Elle. But it's expensive. It's expensive. So, so she, she looks buy it. She looks at the price tag, immediately puts it back, which we've all been there. So who buys it? Darcy, Darcy buys it. She's like, you never wear a coat anyway. Just consider this like an additional like gift. Congratulations, gift. Yeah. And I'm just like, stop it. Yeah. Like that's so it's cute. It's super cute. And of course she finds like Elle puts her in this ugly, oversized amazing Grinch, right? Yeah. It's yeah, like three sizes sweater. too big for yeah. her. It's just it's covered in like jingle bells and nonsense. It's fantastic. And she's, but she's a good sport about him, like goes yeah, along she with it. She gets it. She gets it. Yep. She goes, I'm going to wash this first, though. Yeah, she's making like, bed bug jokes and everything. It's, yeah, it's very great. funny. They have a lot of texting in between. I love the texting. Um, it's super cute. It's very flirty. And I also, I love the attention to detail because they do like talk about how communication styles matter within partnerships mm-hmm. and everything. And the author took the time to make their texting styles in the actual text different. Oh, yeah. And includes like the emojis and all of that yep. stuff. And you so, see that Darcy's got perfect punctuation yes. and full sentences and Elle is just fucking mess emojis <laughs> and no punctuation and later on it abbreviation gets, when they like call it out later on Elle's just like just like teases her about it she's like yeah. would you still like me if i texted, texted like, like this, this but it's, it's all, all abbreviated it's, it's a great. mess so the next big thing we have is thanksgiving dinner at Elle's. this was part of their deal Get was fucked. that that was going to be one of the events her family makes me so angry her family is the very stereotypical my kids I'm never going to tell them that they're good enough. My kids need to go over and above and beyond. They all need to have stable careers. They need to, like, make money. You know, they can't go off and do what they love if it's not going to make them money. Yep. So she's got, like, what? Was one sister a lawyer? Uh, There's a doctor, a lawyer. A lawyer. And another one. I can't remember what she's doing, but her fiancé does, like, something money-making. Comes from money. So... That they're all in traditional fields where they're in an office. It's all something that's got a pension that has benefits, not what she's doing. Right. Uh, So she goes, she's like happy to see, like you get the vibe that she's got a decent relationship with her older brother, Daniel, who has like his own husband there. And then she's got like a second older sister. What? Jane is the name, I think. Sure. Yeah. Who also married with kids. And then you've got Lydia. who Yeah, Jane's the pregnant one. Jane's the pregnant one. Lydia and her. Is a little brat. About to, yeah, who's a super brat. Who her soon-to-be fiance Marshall is there, and like and Darcy's just... just trying to be so sweet and like keep pulling the attention to Elle and being like Elle's doing all these great things, and she's like, but you know, what is so fucking sweet about this is that Darcy, because honestly, because she really just likes Elle and is mm-hmm. it, it has nothing to do with like it's because she's just interested in like learning more about Elle and how Elle's brain works so that she can understand more about who she is as a person. She's researched all about yeah. astrology and like the and business the industry, and the industry that she's in. And like, so she's like pulling out fucking numbers. And it's so everywhere. awesome. It's, and uh, I love a good supportive partner. Of course, then Lydia has to be like, nope, no shine for you. And stands up and is like, <laughs> guess what? We're engaged. And then so her mom makes the chicken with cilantro and lime, which in my opinion does not sound good. No, it sounds sounds disgusting. And not for a Thanksgiving turkey. No. Lydia's uh, now fiance makes like a comment about, oh, it's cilantro. Like, I just am not a big fan of cilantro, you know, which I hate cilantro. It tastes like fucking soap to me. Mm-hmm. So Lydia then goes, oh, Elle, you're kind of like cilantro. And her mom agrees with her. It's They're like, oh, I think she just meant, you know, because you have unique taste. Get fucked. Get fucked. Get fucked. Because she does, Elle says, well, what do you mean by that? Like, calls yeah. her out by it. Like, just like, it, get fucked. It, it, it just progressively gets worse and worse. Like, yeah. as, like, Lydia's explaining her bullshit. And it does culminate in Elle just saying, I'm never going to be good enough for any of you. I don't know why I fucking try. This is, like, how, you don't get how much you're all hurting me at this point. Just, like, explodes on the family and leaves the room. Yeah, she went off. Yeah, she went off. Uh, Darcy immediately follows and is just... 
perfect. She's just great. She's just comforting she and comforts. is like listening and like sees like they Elle have cry and they kiss have an almost kiss, but like they're just like kind of like embracing each other. And so yeah. of course the dad comes in and is just just checking how you're doing, Elle Bell. You doing okay? Like, oh, she's not fucking doing the okay. The dad really annoyed me because he tries to be like, I feel like that mediator, right, between Elle and the rest of the family. And you like know what a, a mediator should do? Like, like a, I'm told still them all to shut here the fuck for up. you. But right, but never actually stands up. And I think Daniel and Jane do the same thing. Like, they don't ever stand up for Elle, but they're trying to be like, well, I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, I mean, Lydia's just a bitch, but yeah. And her mom's just super passive, fucking aggressive. But yeah, so the Thanksgiving dinner doesn't go that great. But Elle asks Darcy out on a date, mm -hmm. like just the two of them, like a real date. And Darcy says, yes. So, of course, where does Elle fucking take her? An observatory. A closed observatory after dark. And they climb out onto this balcony. And she's like, look at the stars. Look did at the really, moon. Did you need to touch my knee during I that did. part? I really felt it. I felt it. You felt the, I the, needed the knee to. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. I needed to. And, you know, she talks about, Elle, like, explains, like, she's choosing happiness over her parents' approval and yeah. over her family's approval. And Darcy's like, I've always known I wanted a stable job that's never going to go away because her mom lost her job when the divorce happened. And so she's like, I'd never want to be in that position. Yeah. And that's why she wants to be the best at what she does. So yep. There's never a risk of her losing her job. At this point, we get our first spicy scene. Yay. Because at this point, they, they kind of like acknowledge that they do like each other. Oh, yeah. Like it's Darcy has a very much fuck it. Yep. She has a fuck it moment. They start making out. They go back to Elle's place. So they go into Elle's room. The sex scene is very vanilla. Think like soft lighting, like an obscure indie song playing in the background with like an acoustic guitar. I see you fake sleeping. It's very soft. To me, the whole thing read as soft. I will say There's I like no, the appreciation. Like, edges. I liked the appreciation for what like lingerie they were both wearing. Yes. I'm like, I appreciate that moment. Thank you for acknowledging the the I like it even better chose. when Darcy wears a, the garter. Oh, that's fucking hot. That when Elle like says, like, I want to see that, I'm like, yeah, I yeah. do too. That's hot. Um, so Darcy though, like immediately goes downtown. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so there's not like there's no dirty talk. There's a lot of like, oh, Darcy. Um, so yeah, it's, it's it's very like, it's very soft and romantic mm -hmm. in my mind. But yeah, so Darcy does go downtown and then Elle like fingers Darcy and they both have a wonderful climax. Yeah. And Darcy ends up like spending the night and sleeping over. Which is so, okay. I love this part. So she wakes up, Elle wakes up, Darcy's not there and like a total panic is like, oh, she's left. That's it. Starts getting teary eyed and crying. Until all of a sudden she smells pancake. So I hated this part. I liked it. I thought it was Because cute. I knew immediately Darcy was going to be in the kitchen making like fucking French toast. That's how it always goes. I know. Every single one so of I literally was just like, ah, I'll fuck you. And I just skimmed past that part till she got back to, oh, Darcy's in the kitchen making pancakes. Yeah. So they, yeah. So Darcy's in the kitchen making pancakes. She got She's like, oh, so you met Margot. They talked about fan fiction and yeah. Margot threatened her that if she ever broke Elle's heart, she was going to. Which I I can't remember, like, if she said what the threat was the first time, but when she gets the threat the second time, is that she's going to come to her apartment and move everything over by I three inches. I love that so that much. Move everything hysterical. to the left three inches. Yep. And Darcy was like, God, that actually sounds like a fucking nightmare. Yeah, she got, like, a sh she's got, like yes. shivers. It's like, oof, okay, uh, actually really good threat. So all throughout this, at this point, Elle is now hoping that what her and Darcy have can turn into something more because mm -hmm. that's what Elle wants. Elle fully believes in soulmates. That's what she's looking for. The thing is too though, Darcy's actually like having those thoughts a little bit too that she's like, maybe this could, like I like her. This feels like it's more than what it is. She's not going to admit that she like loves her or anything she, yet. I think but she's Darcy very much acknowledges, acknowledges it, but is like, I'm still not doing anything about it. Because at this point, she's still afraid to get hurt. Well, yeah, she's she's constantly afraid to get hurt. But I think that the pancakes for her, and she even says it later on, like, I don't make pancakes for people I don't like. I like you. So that was like a move of, like, I wouldn't have stuck around if I didn't have feelings for um, you. So, yeah, of course, though, Elle comes, like, kind of crashing back down for a minute because Darcy's phone goes off and she sees the end termination date that they both saved agreed in upon. her calendar. Yeah. 
I think it's just the reminder, yeah. right? You you get that moment that Elle gets reminded. Darcy, of course, immediately sees this. And this is when she does say, like, no, I, I do have the feels. Yeah, because this is when she invites her to Brendan's Christmas party. For real. For yeah. real, though. She's like, yeah, I already agreed to go. Why ask me? She's like, no, forget the deal. Like, like I let's want, forget let's the deal. Let's go. go for I want real. to go, yeah, go yeah. with my actual date. Yeah. So it is. It's like Elle has that little, like, moment where she kind of, like, crashes. And Darcy's like, fuck, no, I do like you. Let's go for real. You get some more, like, cute text exchanges between, like, Margot and Darcy and uh, Elle and Darcy. Yeah, you see, like, their friendship forming. As, like, their relationship becomes more legitimate, then Annie gets a friend request from yeah. Alice, then Elle and Annie start texting. It's cute. It's, it's really super cute. cute. Yeah. How they just, like, start intertwining each other in their lives. So then Darcy's mom shows up at her apartment. Now, Fuck you, Darcy's Jillian. mom also doesn't live in the state. So she shows up out of the fucking blue. Now, Darcy knew her mom was coming for Brendan's Christmas party, but she's here early, mm-hmm. essentially. And so she basically blows up fucking Darcy's world and says, I'm selling grandma's house in San Francisco. I threw out a bunch of priceless ornaments that were unique and special to Darcy. And I'm going to move to Seattle. Yeah. So she just like just it just explodes everything. And everything. Just like, yeah, it, it pops Darcy's bubble of like, this is like. I'm going to be losing. It's it's more of a sense. I don't have the money to buy the house. It's losing like the one place that it's was like a sentiment. happy place yeah. for me. So she like thinks like, who can I call? What can I do? Because she is like basically in tears at this point. Ends up deciding, oh, I do actually have somebody. And it's Elle. So she calls Elle. It's the best it fucking It is my It's the cutest heart. And she like tells Elle like what's happened. Like, like Elle like at first is just like, you never call why are you calling yeah. me? You don't call me on the phone. We text. Did you need something? You could text me if you want. Yeah. And, like, and Darcy's and just like, like crying and like telling her like what But then of course in Darcy fashion is just like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have called you. And then and hangs, hangs up. up. But then who so shows up after Elle, like Darcy's second like glass of wine? You can you can tell because it gives me all like the ooey ooey. It's, it's the best. So, so Elle shows up. Granted, she's harried or she took an Uber. Right? Keep that in mind. She shows up with a little from Charlie Brown Christmas tree because it wouldn't fit in the Uber. I love that she talks. She's like, I tried to pick up the other one, but, but it, it was too big. big. And it would normally be able to fit up, but she I can't. went to her favorite thrift store and got a bunch of random decorations and ornaments. And she's just like, I know these aren't like your grandma's ornaments, but I, I just thought we could put the tree up and you could put these eclectic ornaments on it. It's so it's fucking cute. Precious AF. It is like that is doing a nice thing for someone you care about doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be like, I don't know. This is one of those like, wow, what a great moment of someone caring for another person. I think this was. This is one of my favorite like sweet things that someone has done yes. in a book that we've read. It was great. Yes. And so, you know, Darcy's, like, super grateful. They decorate the tree together. It's really cute. Darcy, again, has, like, another example story of how she had to constantly take care of Brendan. So she says, and again, like, I just think this speaks to their relationship, too. Like, she says when Brendan was little, she had already realized Santa wasn't real. But Brendan, she wanted to keep that alive. And their dad was supposed to be flying in. And her dad was always Santa. But he wasn't going to make it in time for Christmas Eve. So she was the one who, like, went and ate the cookies. But she's lactose intolerant. And she, like, heard someone coming. So she just downs the glass of milk anyways. Which, am I terrible? Like, I was thinking about the milk. And I'm like, that milk's been sitting out since for, like, hours. That's got to be gross. You don't think I drink the milk that my kid puts out for Santa? How long is it sitting there? Like an hour. Yeah. That milk had been sitting there for minimum of four hours. No. Minimum. She said she was waiting for her dad. It hit 11. It hit 12. And by 3 a.m., that's when she went down. That is like five hour plus old milk that's been sitting out unrefrigerated. It didn't help because she was lactose anyways. So So she was like just laying in bed all night. And she's what? 12 i yeah. think at this age like she's still young yeah and i just i felt like that was such a sad but also like so darcy story yeah 
she feels deeply. It's just a hundred percent. Yeah. So then you get the next spicy scene, which that okay, I cannot, I cannot believe, believe you forgot about. I'm actually upset with myself. I forgot all this one because this one was great. Yes, because Elle eats her out on the floor of their living room with like the romantic Christmas tree lights. Yes, it's, yeah, and it's she's very that's sweet. where she's got the garter on with the that's literally tied to her little stockings, and I'm just like Jesus fucking Christ, Darcy. Yeah, could you be any hotter? No. Not in this. The instance. answer is no. So Elle goes home. She has not talked to her family since the whole Thanksgiving thing. Ignoring She's phone calls, ignoring text, everything, letters, everything. And I will say I thought this was like a very redeeming moment for her siblings because they send her flowers. I and love they're basically this. like, we see that All oh, My Stars is still posting to Twitter. So we know you're alive. <laughs> but like we feel like absolute shit for what happened. But what's great about this, I know, I'm sure you're going to get to it, but I just love this part of go it. Ahead. I like, was about to, about but it. go ahead. Is that, like, how the author, like, styled this. It's, again, where, like, they made this, like, small touch of, like, how they did with the text where they did with this letter. Where, like, you can tell, like, the brother wrote a version. The sister didn't approve, so crossed it all out. <laughs> and so you just, but you see, like, what he wrote. Like, she writes something in, like, her nice, neat penmanship. He's like, no, that's yep. stupid. Cross, Cross it, it out. out. So you just see all these iterations yes. of, like, what they've been trying to say to her until, like, it gets to the whole message. I'm like, okay, this is really sweet. And it's really sweet. My favorite is, like, the sister's, like, I couldn't, uh, I, I'm sorry, like, I know we're crossing these out, but I spent $6 on this card. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite so was it, the brother starts it out and he says, like, fuck somewhere yeah. in the sentence. <laughs> and he's like, oh, now Jane's telling me I shouldn't have wrote fuck. And then the, like, I thought, <laughs> like, I want us to be able to, like, go and, like, talk and everything, just the three of us. But you could bring Darcy. Just trick behold, we like her way better than Marcus. No one, he was bragging way too much about this Lamborghini or something. No one should. No, she bragged about um, uh, yeah, eleven dollars for no eleven was eleven miles per 11 hour miles for gas. Cool flex, bro. Yeah. Like it's it's, it's, it it's was... so they go up on a total ram. I'm like, okay, yeah. that's redeeming it's, a little bit. It's really cute, and it does end with them being like, we really want to take you out to dinner to celebrate yeah. this achievement that you've had that is important to us. That is a big deal. Yeah, which I find so funny though that she's like, this is perfect. But like, fuck, of course, my two perfect siblings give me the perfect. Yes. It's, it's yeah. awesome. It's so we're at Brendan's party now. Elle kind of meets Darcy's mom for like a, a minute. Hot minute. She's um, an asshole. Elle, first of all, is dressed like a goddamn disco ball with glitter in her hair. Yep. Like and, just so Elle. And it's falling everywhere. Yeah. It is. She goes, she goes, I should have splurged and got the stuff for my actual hair. But I thought glitter was glitter. So she just has like fucking crap and glitter yep. in her hair. But, like, Darcy loves it. She D loves it. Like, she loves it. She, like, there's so much importance on, like, this glitter and everything. Like, when they're, like, dancing at some point. Where, like, the glitter on gets on Darcy, specifically, like, on her eyelash. And she's, like, it looked like I was looking, like, like through, through the stars and through a prism yeah. at Elle. And it was just it's so adorable. perfect. She's just obsessed with her. Yep. It's great. So, Elle and Brendan are off talking OTP. And Darcy and her mom get into it because her mom's a fucking bitch and calls elf flighty and like not her type and is basically just like really really darcy she's being like a like a bullying little that's, bitch that's who you want to be with it's like oh do you love her do you love her right do you sounds like you're love in love her? with her and of course darcy is like no we're just having fun and of course who hears that but l and so it just it confirms all of her worst fears type of thing she ends up like she runs they, out. Of course, in like typical like I've overheard something fashion, they make eye contact. Darcy has a panicked like, oh god, like what did like what happened? Elle runs out like totally crying into the cold, like twenty degree weather, mm -hmm. not wearing a jacket, and they get into like a massive. Darcy fight. says, you know, like she didn't plan on falling in love, but also at the same time is not like saying how she feels. And Elle says basically like, it's not fair of you to do this to me darcy mm -hmm. like it, it's not fair you have to tell me how you're feeling yeah you have to tell me how you're feeling and then brendan comes outside and is like what's going on and l just leaves at this point i was like i'm done at this point of course darcy's now like oh fuck i'm heartbroken yeah. it happened i didn't stop it from happening and Darcy then spills the beans to Brendan and is like, we started off fake dating. It's not real. And he's like, that didn't look that fake to me. Mm -hmm. But okay. The next morning, Elle is just full on rom-coming 
dying on the couch, heartbroken, where she's like in blankets and there's ice cream and Margot gets tequila out and like sad music is playing. I love that like Margot comes up to her and she's just like, like, what are you doing to like mm-hmm. make yourself feel like even a little bit better? It's like, are you at least working? You're working. And she's like, OK, well, let me see what you've been working it's on. So, and it's, it's just so morbid. It's like how you would die in the murder like thing. It was a like, horror based movie. Off, yeah, in a horror movie based off because your horoscope. Because there was a horror movie marathon on. And then the next one was what your breakup song would be. And of course, for Capricorn, which is Darcy's sign, it's what was the? It was something horrible. And it and like. <laughs> Margot calls her out so quickly. She's like, yeah. you can't put that. Yeah, she's like, you can't put that. She's like, what? But she's a Capricorn. She doesn't feel anything. It's fine. I Am a Rock by Simon and Garfunkel is the Capricorn song. And Margot's like, she goes, I am a rock. Elizabeth Marie. <laughs> and she goes, what? It's fitting. Darcy's a Capricorn. And clearly she was a rock. An island who needed no who had no need for feelings. So Margot ends up changing it to too good a goodbye. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh. Yeah, that's cut so... deep, Margot. Yeah. So Elle ends up drinking like a shit ton of fucking tequila. She wakes up the next morning using a takeout box as a pillow on the floor. And Margot tells her she made a voodoo doll of Darcy out of like pillows and hair ties. But she couldn't get the freckles right. So, so she ended up she crying and falling asleep because she so couldn't get Darcy's freckles right. Absolutely hysterical. So she talks to her mom, you know, and her mom apologizes. And she's like, um, who's the bitch sister? Lydia. Lydia. You know, Lydia was the one who told me I apparently set high standards. Your mom still sucks. For my kids. They, they both suck. Yeah. Honestly, it's it's kind of a half-assed apology. I think Elle takes it as like a first step, which is good. Yeah. Brendan and Elle then get coffee. Brendan tells Elle like Darcy's a fucking wreck. She's a mess. She was engaged to Natasha. Yeah. Just gives her like the full backstory yep. on the fact that Natasha cheated on her. Yeah. And it, like, with broke a mutual her. friend. And yeah, like took away like all of her friends, like the life that she had built. And it's not an excuse for like why she is the way she is. And mm-hmm. Elle's response. Well, Yes, he's, he's, he's trying he's to, trying to excuse it. for sure. Elle's response is basically, I need to hear all this shit from her. Why are you being a go-between? Like, this doesn't change anything. I'm a mess, yep. too. Like, she needs to tell me how she feels, not send you. Yeah. So if she has something to say, she can say it to my face. I love her response. Her response is, I've told Darcy from day one what I've wanted out of, like, a relationship. And she's tired of not being met halfway. She's like, I can't always be the one that's like saying how I feel and not getting anything back from her. Preach. Totally Which, get it. Hannah, I loved her response. Mm-hmm. So then you flash back to Darcy. Darcy essentially says, I'm going to get rid of any remembrance of Elle in this apartment. I'm just going to like spring clean it. Her way to do that is the first thing she does is she changes the order of her books because in her mind, she's like, Elle's touched the spines of these books, but not in this order. So stupid. So so dumb. She throws out like the box of wine. She like finds like a gel pen that was left from Elle. She throws that out. She says like she's going to ignore the tree. She's like, I'm going to leave the tree up until after Christmas. She also ignores the Ellie notebook is what she calls it, which had like all of her like notes and facts. It's it's basically L, right? Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'm just going to throw it in the back of my closet and like pretend that it doesn't exist. So she like goes to take a shower and she finds a piece of glitter on her face and from out of L. All of these things. The glitter breaks her. her. It, it breaks. She turns her into a full it. She can't. Like, Brendan ends up coming over and is like, you weren't answering my calls. And, like, she's like, I can't get the glitter off. She's, like, crying on her bathroom floor. Yeah. It's just, yeah. And Brendan goes into this whole, like, you know, you're not my mom. You don't need to always take care of me. Let me help you for once. Like, then he's like, why don't you tell me about Elle? And the things she chose were fucking precious. She goes... Elle's lips taste like the strawberry jam that grandma used to make. Her eyes are now my favorite color. 
I can just tell her things because I trust her and she just makes me happy. It is. I'm sorry. This one, like, it's so wholesome and precious. I think, like, we're so close to the end, like, at this point already. Yeah. This is why these characters have such, like, beautiful moments that, like, made me so happy. That's why I think the end pissed me off a little bit. Because I'm like, there was so much time and thought put into these moments and these actions. There's so many sweet that it's just, moments. It just cuts off. And yeah. It makes me so like Even sad. like this moment between like Brendan and Darcy is so sweet. And Brendan basically is like, Darcy, you love her. Like you obviously love her. And you like keeping yourself like tucked away in your fucking apartment is only hurting yourself. Like you're going to end up being just as hurt as if you would just put yourself out there. Yeah. You know, and so <laughs> she goes, she goes to find Elle. She, yeah. Uh, and she does that by going to pick up a plant, which they don't say what the plant is until uh, later. Later, She goes over to Elle's apartment. Margo's of course, Margo there. is there and tells her, I'm not going to fucking help you do like shit. I'm not going to tell you where yeah. she's at. Why should I tell you? And like says, well, do you love her? Like if you really want this, like, do you love Elle? And Darcy's response is, I think that I need to tell her, tell that. her that. And Margo's like, all right, I like that answer, but if you hurt her again, I'm going to come over to your apartment yep. and move everything three inches to the left. It was fucking great. Uh, so Margo goes to the, the meta bookstore. Meta bookstore that Elle had told her about previously, as far as where it's they like where do, like, do in person readings yeah. and stuff like that. Elle does not want to see her, but Darcy pays for a reading. Mm-hmm. Elle's like, you don't even believe in this stuff. This is stupid. Like, tries to, is attempting to do like a negative reading for her, but Elle's too like good of a person. It's that she loves astrology so, so much. much. And she understands the use of it is to help people and, like, build them up. She can't use it in a negative way. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so fucking L. Yeah. Like, it really is. And Darcy's like, well, I don't believe in it, but you do. And you make me want to believe in things. And Darcy's whole, like, explanation speech that she goes into is that she didn't plan on this. L is, like, the opposite of the type of person that she would want. But she's, like, what she was what she needed. Mm -hmm. L was what Darcy needed. Then that turned into Elle being what Darcy wanted the most. And that she was lying to her mom and she lied to herself. And I love Elle's line after the speech is she says, I deserve someone who likes me the way I am and says it. Yeah. And I just wanted to be like, Elle, go. Yep. Go off. And Darcy then responds with like, again, like, you make me so happy. I want to be with you. You find out that the plant that she brought. It's cilantro. Is it's cilantro. cilantro. It's so fucking it's cute. So it's perfect. cute. And Darcy has that great line at the end where she's like, I want to be with you 100%. I'm all in. Like, on a scale of one to ten, I want to be it's with you infinity, infinity. Which isn't even a real, it's, it's, a, it's just another tie-in to like what they yeah. did again. And then that's fucking it. But that's it. Like, in my head, I'm like, okay, like, you need rom- an rom-com, like, okay, now they're kissing. It's like, this will be. Like, that's the, yeah. you just hear, like, the music over it. But I'm like, you need an epilogue in this type of story. I felt like I got kind of ripped off at the end. Yeah. Um, was that Natasha Bedingfield song? Unwritten? That was in, like, every 2000s <laughs> teen rom-com. Yeah. That was what played at the end of this movie. 100%. Yeah. But yeah. it was good. It, it just, honestly, the end made me sad. It, it didn't make me sad. Well, it's not going to make me sad, because it's, it's a- ending but i wanted an epilogue it really needed an epilogue yeah it really needed to be like one year into the future this is where they're at my assumption is that the author like like thought okay i've wrapped up the mom i've wrapped up the siblings i've wrapped wrapped up like she like all the points are wrapped up but i still need a follow-up still like i feel there was just it needed a little bit i wanted more so yeah i for sure wanted more but I do, I liked this one. I oh, thought yeah. this one had so many just really cute, precious moments. Could it have been spicier? Yeah. Osby. But. It made me feel warm and fuzzy inside and it made me happy. Yeah. But I think, I'm, again, it was a good holiday read. It was a very good holiday read. The other two books, just to mention real quick, is Hang by the Moon is book two. It's okay. Brendan and Annie's story. Makes sense what I yep. expected. So they tease that. And then count her lucky stars is Margot's story with who with who it's none of the characters we've met really it's her best friend her childhood best friend so it's almost like a second chance i think okay type story but yeah so those are books two and three if you want to check them out 
And you can reach out to us. Either you can DM us or send us an email at smuttonswearwordspod at gmail.com. Uh, or follow us and interact with us on social. We're on TikTok and Instagram, again, at Smut and Swear Words Pod. And yeah, this one, I really like this one. I it was warm and fuzzy. Not like too over-the-top holiday-y, but like had those moments where it was like just right for me of like... Yeah, I would it, agree. Yeah. It wasn't cheesy in like how it was done. It was... This would be like a Netflix movie that came out like in November, not yes. in December. Ooh, There's a difference, people. Netflix. Look at this opportunity. Get on it, because I would watch this movie in I, a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. But anyways. Yeah. All right. Keep it smutty. Keep it smutty.